0: Hey, welcome back to Havilah's podcast. I'm Ben Cunnington. Today, we are continuing our conversation on making brilliant business decisions and money by hearing God's voice. Our special guests, Daniel and Ellis Madry are rejoining us. And if you thought part one was amazing, just wait until you hear what's in store for today. We're taking the concept of divine guidance in the workplace to the next level, challenging conventional wisdom and inviting you to embrace a new way of approaching your business endeavors. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and empowered as we dive deeper into this profound connection between faith and success in the business world. All right, guys, let's jump in.
1: And um, whenever you're, if your goal is to partner with God, you have to keep your hands so open Mm. because you have no idea how he's going to lead you.
2: It also helps to ask God for His ideas. That's, I mean, that's one of the yeah. things that uh, that's really a core value in standard our company. Practice. Yeah. Standard practice for us. And we have five core values. And the first one is God first, which sounds just like, Oh, God comes first and everything, which he does. But what it really means is we're going to ask God first mm-hmm. before we do anything, before we launch any new game, new strategy, new idea, we're going to ask God first because we have a genuine core belief that one idea from God is better than a thousand ideas that we could come up with mm-hmm. Um, And so that's, I, I, I think that's been just like a, marked point that has punctuated every point of our story is that if it's a God idea, we're going to be just fine.
3: Wow. I mean, that right there, you could drop the mic and be done. Cause that right there, like you said, if it's better than a thousand other ideas. Did you see now obviously being his wife and his business partner and all the things that you do when you, did you, do you see that in him where you'll have an idea or do you think it happens to mold? Like, it, would you say that Daniel's more of that, the idea guy in it? Or do you think it just happens within the team because that's how you operate? You know,
2: I think it's uh, it's kind of a top down thing. Okay. So Daniel is, Daniel's at the top of our companies. And I think that he is very natively a guy who's like thinking of things all the time. He's got a million ideas and a million different directions, but he also has a pretty good sense of discernment about, mm-hmm. I feel like this is gonna work. This is not gonna work. This is from God. This maybe isn't from God, but could still be something that we should do. Um, but because he has a value of God's ideas are better than anything we could come up with, that value has trickled down to our team. So it's something that we, I feel like operate in as a team of people and we tap into that, but it's because it's a standard that he decided I'm going to live by in my life. There was a moment where, and this was my, you know, I came in on the back end. Yeah. Um, he had, he had started both companies before we got married. And so we got married and I quit my job and just, you know, joined the, got on the train. And, um, <laughs> (laughs) But there was a there was a defining moment for me when I turned the corner.
3: Uh, We were launching our third Kickstarter, I think it was our third Kickstarter. And I'm so sorry, are you saying you did the Kickstarter for the game? mm -hmm. What other things were you doing Kickstarters
1: for? more new, games, new games. Yeah. Okay,
3: mm-hmm. So it was our third Kickstarter and it
2: was just an expansion box for the original game. And we, we had a goal in mind, like a monetary goal that we wanted to hit. And it was just, it was large. And we were like, Lord Jesus, we're not going to be able to do this without you. And Daniel, Daniel turned to me and he said, cause I'm, I run our marketing now. And he said, Ellis, you should ask God for an idea about how to market our Kickstarter. And I was like, okay. And so I said, Holy spirit, I need your help. We are never going to hit this goal without you. I said, we can do everything we know how to do and we won't hit the goal. So we need what you know how to do. And, uh, and you know, amen, go about my day, you know, keep working. The next day I just had this idea. I was like, I think I should make a TikTok about the game. I'm not on TikTok? No,
1: she has 100 <laughs> followers at this time on TikTok. All
3: of them are my friends. Now, let's go back to create your god for a minute. Was it a Did you picture yourself doing? No, it, did it was you a hear it?
2: it was a knowing. I, a knowing. it was a knowing. I knew I knew the idea, but it wasn't like a here you go. I will say I had the hook. I was like this is going to be the first statement. Um but I just I knew it and I was like this is going to pop off. I just I can't explain it. I knew it. You knew it. And so uh, Daniel, I think Daniel had gotten sick that day. Like he had the flu or something. And so, oh, he was in the doctor's office, and I'm sitting in our car waiting for him to come out. And I filmed this TikTok in my car. In your car. Mm-hmm. And was Andrew on the phone? No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> had to be. Had
2: to be. Uh, I'm sitting in the car. I filmed this TikTok. I show it to him when he comes out, and he was like, "It's a good idea, but that's not the video." And I was like, "That's and."
1: I literally. I I typically very positive, good idea. Yeah. I was feeling bad. I was, I looked at it and I was like, it's not it.
3: We appreciate honest feedback. It's so funny. Because you're so positive. I'm sure if you had felt better, person. but you're at the hot doctor. I would were- have
1: lied to her yes, had I been feeling yes. better. I'm like, babe, this is the best <laughs> video. Oh my gosh, we'll stick it on the refrigerator.
2: <laughs> so I took him home, put him to bed. I jumped back in my car and re-recorded it in my car. I cut out about a minute, but I used the same hook, same concept. And I thought, I'm not even going to ask him. I can't, I can't bear the rejection of being told it's
3: bad again. But I'm just okay. posting it. I have to pause, because this is, Unbelievable. Again, this is the, it didn't work out. I'm going to go do it again. I get this unction. It's time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not coming from a content creator. It's not like, oh, I make a yeah. video every day. No. It's like, this was the, really, probably the first the first actual, hey, I'm going to script a video. I'm going to piece together some footage. I'm going to do the little green screen thing. And I'm going to make a video. And I trashed her first video. Which is so,
3: and While you're in bed saying, I don't do it. And she goes, I'm just going to do it better. And she's in her car. And, and you're doing this. And you're thinking, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, I, yesterday
2: I prayed and asked the Holy Spirit for a, a good idea. I feel like this is a good idea. We have 28 more days to market this campaign. So, you know, hopefully it goes well. And so I post the video. He wakes up hours later. I'm like, oh, I re-recorded. I posted the video and he's like, oh, that's great. And I'm just watching my phone. And I'm like, surely any moment now. Like anytime he, he looks at me a few hours later, he's like, why, what are you looking at on your phone? I was like, I'm waiting for the TikTok to go off. We,
1: she you're still has 100 followers.
2: I have no followers. I know. But like you feel it. I knew it. You know. And sure enough, around 9 p.m. that night, I, the likes started to roll in. And then the, the, um, the comments started to roll in. And then all of a sudden we're looking at the back end of our website on Shopify and there's hundreds of people on our website. I Here's the crazy part. When you don't have a thousand followers on TikTok, you can't put a link in your bio. Yeah. No. And so There's I no was- There's no swipe up. There's none of that. I was sitting there waiting for the uh, for the the video to garner 900 more followers for me so, so that I put could put, a put link? the link. But until the, we had done thousands of dollars in sales and I finally hit a thousand followers that night. I had a thousand followers. I put the link in the bio before I go to bed. And well, you're having hundreds of people following you. Yeah, I had 100 followers by the time to- that, by the end of that video, I think I was at like 18,000 followers or something. So and
3: thousands of people started following you for this. And yeah. you are, I mean, people understand. And I know this cause I've mm-hmm. done this myself. You are waiting so you can put a link in your bio by getting, fo- I mean, people understand this is, there's no secrets. Like it's literally like, okay, God, and you're sitting there, and then you put the link in. You mm-hmm. know these people were on the site. This mm-hmm. is a, a mind-boggling. I, I don't even know if people understand this fully. This is wild.
1: We literally, so over that first, like, week, I don't know, a week, maybe? maybe First two weeks, made, like, $150,000.
3: Because of one video. Some some dumb video. One right, Daniel? Video. Some, some dumb.
1: Some bad video. Some <laughs> take it back to the car and re-record <laughs>
3: <laughs> did she Did she drug you? Would she give you some NyQuil at that point? She's like, let's get this. Out. So wait, so you're sitting there.
1: I took her to a steak dinner after you that. You better,
3: that's right. And you better, yeah, exactly. And with was I'm sorry and better. So did you literally, you're sitting there, you know it's a hook, you're watching this, you feel it. Mm-hmm. And then this is funding the next Kickstarter? Or oh no? yeah. So at, we
2: hit our goal for the Kickstarter that we were on and we garnered $100,000 100, on our website in sales.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is she was doing it for the Kickstarter. And the Kickstarter did $98,000. Yeah. But our website over the next two weeks did $150,000. So and let me be clear.
2: That was not normal. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, no,
3: Absolutely. So those of you wondering, wondering, we we
1: don't do that every two weeks.
3: No, that is called a smashing hit. Like we've we've done it as well. And you know it's like, guys, this is this is divine. This is unbelievable. This is and and it's a momentum that you feel it. It's like there is something, it's alive. Yes. It's alive. So you, this is amazing. So you have that idea. Did you um end up? having those ideas for socials or was it literally just a one-time deposit for the Kickstarter?
2: Yeah. So I've continued, I've, I've created content here and there, you know, honestly. So before I ever, uh, before we got married and I was at messenger, I worked in social media, like that was my job. And so I feel like that, that, prepped me for this season where I've created content for us. And now I'm uh, creating content for MR. And so it's kind of just been like stepping stone after stepping stone of like learning, learning that world.
3: It's amazing. So you said she, when she came into the business and you have these two, then you guys. So what do you think that she added that you needed?
1: I think she, she has an air of consistency and stability Beyond what I have. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a pretty stable person, but I'm kind of just like, yeah, like Braveheart. Let's go get it. So there's some casualties along the way, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And I think probably one of the most shifting things she did in our business is before her, it was me and my homies. Like, quite literally, it was like the boys club of like, hey, we're right. just doing little entrepreneurial stuff together. We're having fun. We're on Zoom all day. We're blah, 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 blah. We'll go to the dungeon at night. I was the <laughs> only one unmarried. So I'm like, all right, boys, y'all. Hey, y'all, y'all ready? Y'all ready for dungeon time? And so, um, and so Ellis, I remember I started running numbers on our business because you also have to learn how to run a business, turns out. You know, yes, not you just do. make a cool product. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your
3: tax bill will get you.
1: <laughs> what it'll do is get you.
3: It will. <laughs>
1: it will find
3: you. Uh-huh. Yep. It's amazing how that sobers you right up. <laughs> and punish you <laughs> right.
1: for being successful.
3: Yes. Favor doesn't pay your tax bills. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so and so what we did is um I'm just running numbers. I was like, I know we have mon- a lot of money in the bank for the business. I was like, but I don't know how sustainable this is. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. so I just got in some spreadsheets and all this stuff, and I and I realized I was like, hmm. If we keep up at this pace, eventually we're not going to be okay. Uh, we had pl- we had good padding at that time, and so someone had recommended. I mean, another just gift from God, a friend was like, Hey, you need to read this business book called traction. And I was like, thanks. You know, everyone loves a good book, you know? (laughs) Um, and so I remember getting to this point to where it's like, this guy bought me this book. I need to just read it. It took me a long time to get there, but I was like, I'm just going to read it. I started reading it and it Hit me how valuable this book actually was. So I started rereading it. I outlined the entire book in two days. I read the whole book. I outlined it. I gave it to Ellis. I said, No, 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 you have to listen to this. Here's my notes. You can follow my notes. I want you to annotate your own thoughts in it. And then whenever we got to the end of it, we said, This is how you run a business. No one ever taught us, you know? It's, if you don't know, you don't know. And so we knew we had more money than we were spending. That's good, but that doesn't last forever. Yep. And so um, I think I could not have implemented the, the sustainable framework of our business without someone who was beside me who had an air of stability and follow through and all this stuff. And so her and I would really talk about it. We eventually got the team on it. You know, they were kicking and screaming that they hated (laughs) it. We have structure now, (laughs) now two years in, you know, anyone on our team would turn around and be like, how did, how did, what did we even do before we had structure to our business? But that's something where I feel like Ellis brought that ability to be able to have stability for the long term yeah. you know what i mean yeah like it's like you go try to crank out you know crank out grand slam products right. but that will only take you so far right.
3: you're a bit based you know and then all of a sudden it's just event after event because yeah. you're just trying to pay your bills it's like than sustainable it's like yeah. being an
1: athlete you know what i mean oh congratulations you got a two million dollar contract <laughs> well what are you going to do whenever you retire at 26 Yeah. and you also know?
2: tom brady was only as great as he was because he knew how to take care of his body for the long term Yeah, truly. Mm,
3: <laughs> very good Very good. And a lot of our athletes, honestly, they had a business mindset. They, it wasn't the money they made as an athlete. I mean, even to Nike, you know, with Jordan, the the movie that was just out. I mean, it was, they had a mindset of we need to, whatever the, like the profit, we have to figure out ways to have sustainable. Right. Which is brilliant. Okay. So for those that are listening, which I hope you guys caught that. Those are like hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars that have been generated through these God ideas. And I want you guys to capture this is why I was so passionate about both of you being on the podcast because I really believe this. I mean, it has in my own life, God has given me ideas that seem somewhat business, but they've allowed me to be home. They've allowed me to reach thousands of people. And it's, it isn't that I am, um, it's not carnal. You know, there are, it's not secular and sacred. They're all sacred. God gives us. But I'm curious for those that are listening today, how do you know what the, because obviously you were young, you could take risks. There are certain individuals here that can't always take risks, but how do you know if it's a God idea in your world now? And do they always work out? Do you feel like sometimes you, they don't?
1: You know, I would say very rarely, do you have a god idea so if you're coming into the office every day like god told me we should do this marketing campaign god told me this new product god told me you know the, the it, we we don't believe you <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean just for, for for immense clarity right there that's nice that you sprinkled those cool words on it but right. we don't believe you so i would i would say um i would say it's not often but i but it does feel different. Yeah. Whenever you do have an actual God idea, there is a, there is a different feeling behind it. And I do feel like there's varying levels of weightiness. Like the Mm -hmm. Lord, the Lord knew that to do cards, Christians like I needed a word where it's like, wait, that was undeniable. You know what I mean? Because had that just been a fleeting thought as I'm getting coffee with my friends probably would not have pursued it. Yeah. Um, especially coming from a creative tribe where you're always like, okay, what if, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, and so I think we have to, we have to test, we have to test our own ability to hear God in business. And I would say the same way, you know, you, uh, for some of us, the same way we heard God into salvation, yeah. or, for lack of better words, yep. uh, or the same way, you know, we f- heard or felt God about our spouse or heard or, the the heavy things that that you would feel like, no, God really told me to move here. I knew he did. It's that same sensitivity uh in business. And I would say this, if you have that kind of knowing, you know, whether it was a feeling or some of you heard or saw you know, whatever it would be. If you have that kind of confidence that something is God, go all in on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like go all in on it. Don't sell the farm if you can help it. Yeah. You know, you want a little more, you want some reps under your belt before you cash in your IRA for this idea. But I would say going all in looks like taking those small steps, walking in the general direction, doing research, seeking wisdom, doing things that don't require a huge capital investment. And there are ways that you can gain confidence in whether the idea is God or not, just by taking steps and no one loses. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. It's not, we're not risking our families. We're not, you know,
2: right. Making unwise decisions in the process. Yeah,
3: Yeah. but I bet you, you made a thousand decisions before that, that were wise in the sense of how you chose to live your life, being a person of character, you know, honoring someone like an Andrew. Like there's a lot of little choices along the way that set your foundation up so that when there was divine favor, you could sustain that. And I think, you know, like even in my own life, I felt that, that I had done 10 years of small decisions, the right decisions, the honorable decisions, so that when favor came, I wasn't, all of a sudden having to prop it up, it was like, no, this is, this is the wind and the sail, but the sail was built. Mm -hmm. And I think that as well. So I'm curious, are you still looking for those new ideas or do you, are you, is it, does it feel like a lot of your energy is sustaining the, the God ideas or do you feel like you're looking for new ideas?
1: I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would say this. You missed that
3: they looked at each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I would say this on the, uh, on the game front, uh, we're a little more careful because because we have now, we're in the process of releasing our fourth game. I'm really excited about this game. Uh, our last game, Holy Guacamole, just came out. It's incredible. <laughs> Wait, what? So much fun. <laughs> so have you ever played like um, fishbowl, fishbowl or, horses. yeah. Yes. So it's like a Christian pre-made version of Holy Guacamole, I mean, of fishbowl. fishbowl. And so it's like, rather than having to ride out the cards and come up, you know, hoping your friends are good content creators. Yes. We got together, spent months together. We invited Andrew back on the team. You know what I mean? <laughs> Andrew got together, went to the dungeon. Uh, and of course our, our other, um, writer Fraser played a huge role in this. Wow. And, uh, it's awesome. It's such a fun game. And we also, <laughs> in the instructions, we included what we call our proprietary, uh, guacamole recipe. Um, and, yes, and, of course. W- and the, and the end of it is the tears of angels. <laughs> <laughs> very, very salty.
2: To, to bring it back to what your question was, uh,
1: chill out. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> if God right. wants to give us ideas, we are always, oh, yeah. okay. Hands open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hands open. Always.
1: I think even coming, moving to Reading, yeah. taking the job at moral revolution. Yes. I mean, we're, we're full-time operating you need a job no Please no no, no, no. We we're sake. full-time operating these businesses and this and this one i'm giving credit to ellis full-time we were in the car we were heading to a conference she takes off her headphones she's like I mean, we're fine. You know what I mean. We're not. We don't need anything right now. We're doing really good. We need God, of course. Okay, for all of you guys in the comments, they need God. You you know, they need God. Um, The root of never mind. (laughs) Anyways, and so, anyways, Ellis takes off her headphones and she's like, "I am not okay at the current state of sexuality in in America," and she starts going into it and just getting very passionate. Um, which she does not typically do. She's kind of steady Eddie right down the middle. Yeah. And I told her, I said, babe, I was like, I have nothing of I have no wisdom to offer you except you need to pray about that. I was like, you could go to TikTok again, you right, know, right. maybe there's a moral revolution on TikTok. <laughs> but I was like, you should you should pray about that. She she starts praying about it one week later. And we have no connection to Bethel. No, with zero. Yeah. Um, One week later, Caitlin Zick reached out to Ellis via Instagram and said, "Hey, um, my husband Nate. Cole. Yeah, Cole. Sorry. You're good. You're good. I know Cole's brother turns out, and his brother's name is Nate. Yes, of course. Yeah. So he's like." He's like, Cole, he's like, me and my husband Cole have been leading moral revolution. We're now leading a church. We're looking for new directors. They, you know, we're looking for a young couple, probably a little, new, you know, newer married, can connect with Gen Z, all this stuff. She starts saying, all this stuff, you'd have to move to Reading, all this stuff. And Ellis, like, plays the voice memo for me. And I'm like, babe, you literally That's just this. told me that you felt like God was doing. You know was telling giving you a burden for this and so she's like as the careful smart one she's like we can't do that you know we're doing all this stuff and I was like ah we can do whatever we want <laughs> you know all on. Yeah. Holy (laughs) We'll bring the party to Red. So, so anyways, that was, you know, once again, the reason we're here, I largely attribute to Ellis in knowing what God was speaking to her in that moment. And then of course, circumstantially God coming through, uh, with the invitation from Caitlin, which we have no, no connection with really.
3: And it's really wild you guys, because Ben and I, when we interviewed for the job, and we're talking now 12, almost 12 years, 11, 12 years ago, um, I was the one that had the sense we were supposed to do it. And I had a three-month-old I, out of our four boys. We had four boys and my littlest was three months. And I felt the Lord on it. It's time for us to go That We need to do it now. I felt like it was very important. I interviewed Cole on this podcast t- or two episodes ago. You guys can go uh-huh. listen to Cole. And Cole said it was about Caitlin. And I'm sitting here with Ellison, thinking, you're third generation of something that I do believe somehow. And I don't know why, because the origin of more evolution was actually from man. You know, mm-hmm. Chris Chris was, Valentin was, was the origin of that. But it is interesting to think third generation, you had this unction. But I also think that, you know, the Bible says to be wise mm-hmm. as, as serpents. And I think this like, oh, with this business ability to reach and fund, what could God do with healthy sexuality? And, and again, you know, when we said it all, all along, it's not about a faith box that we're trying to put people in. Up, this is what the purity culture, no, no, we're talking about you honoring God, body, soul, and spirit. And how do we live our best, healthiest lives uh, relationally, and sexually in, in, within marriage and with, and honestly, as a single person. So there's a whole thing here. And I know some of you have never heard that there is an incredible movement that they are now directing. You can go look at more evolution and we have resources all the way to how do I tell my kid about sex all the way to how do I live and date? Well, right. A whole program on date. Well, and there's so many things that are out there. So we, that's a whole nother podcast, but there's so much there. Um, and I hope you guys caught what was dropped because Honestly, I am inside leaping because I know those moments. It's divine. It's the name. It's the movement. It's the, there's something on this, the million dollar idea. And I I just, I just love it. I just love it. So I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. And I'm curious for all of those that are listening. Is there anything that you would say to somebody who is in that place of, well, first of all, I I want to pause because the, I belong in every room. Mm -hmm. That is brilliant. I hope your first book is called I Belong in Every Room. Because to me, is
1: it? That's a good one. Right? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. But now it is. Now
3: I'm going to go trademark that so you have to pay me. Uh, <laughs> She's going to buy but, the domain. Been there. But the I Belong in Every Room, that was the underlying of I have a right to hear from God. Mm. And I have a right to be a, to be myself in every room and who God divinely designed me to and the miracle of an Andrew. So there are certain ones of you today that you need to write the I belong I belong in every room card and put it in your purse and put it on your dashboard and put it on your mirror and have that kind of, you know what? It didn't mean that his every insecurity went away, but it was that I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to walk in. Then there are others of you that you either needed Andrew or you are an Andrew. And I think you guys brought tremendous value to those that are saying I'm championing at somebody. How how do I champion them? Is that valuable? Absolutely. And God can use that voice. Mm -hmm. I think about my husband who's reached thousands and thousands of people by simply filming, editing, wiping my tears, crushing it, all of it. (laughs) Yes. And then the idea that God first we start with the first thing which is God has God is the idea originator and he will give us those ideas so as they're listening to this is there any closing thoughts that you want to give our listeners about these ideas or what you would have maybe told yourself early on or maybe what you're telling yourself yesterday
1: (laughs) I mean I I you know something I would have told myself early on if I was looking back and I was talking to Daniel in you know 2018, who's having these ideas and starting to take steps, I would say, you have no idea how much God is for you. I could have never guessed his faithfulness in the process of just trying to figure out what is this faith journey look like. And once again, my entrepreneurial journey started just so I could fund traveling with an evangelist wow. and God took it in so many different directions. I do think that your, your motive is pretty important. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we, we never set out to make a lot of money. Um, We don't hate it. You know what I mean? (laughs) But the thing is, I think God trusts us really well. Mm -hmm. And I think with each new level of, um, of favor from the Lord, there's a new level of testing and there's a new level of call it proving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I would say, you know, steward what's in your hands. Mm. Trust God with the words that he's giving you. Don't be afraid to take steps of faith. And if you are afraid, do it afraid. Yeah. Then take yeah. steps afraid. Um That's beautiful. But but I think that uh, there has been one phrase that God spoke to me early on in my ministry that I felt like, has helped me, I mean, to this very day. And I'm a broken record to my team with it. But the Lord told me the formula for satisfaction is when you do the right thing the right way. Wow. And so the
3: formula to satisfaction is when you do the right thing the right way.
1: Yeah. If you want to be satisfied in your life, do the right thing, but do it the right way. And the, you oh, know, yeah. and then if you do that. It doesn't matter if your idea hits off, you know, takes off. It doesn't matter if you get invited to speak on the stages or if you're on the podcast or whatever. If you do the right thing the right de- the right way with the Lord, you will have a deep level of satisfaction wow. that you can look back on and say, this is a life I'm proud of. Yeah,
3: that's brilliant. That is brilliant. I don't think I've ever heard it said that well. Mm. Excellent. Anything? Oh yeah. I mean, he, he hit on
2: my thing, but, um, I would just say how trustworthy are you with what's already in your hand? Um, because I think that's a lot of time. What unlocks the next thing is you have to be trustworthy with what you've got right now. And so just look at your hands, what's already there. And, and how can you steward that the absolute best? How can you do the right thing the right way with what you already have? Yes. And then, you know, the, you know, God will, God will light
3: your path as you go. So. I love it, and don't listen to your sick husband. I, I mean, I think it's part of
1: it too, right? Like, you know, put
2: Daniel to bed. You know what? He he gave great feedback that day. I re-recorded right. it. It you was know, better. You know what
3: should be edited? That's mm-hmm. right.
1: I, I think what I said is it's too long. <laughs> I think that was oh, my only thing. Oh, don't are editing yourself right now. No,
3: we know what you said. Well, and I would say, and this is what I've always said is when I remember the Lord saying to me, you, "It's time to take yourself more seriously," mm. and that's kind of what you. It was for me. It was you're not taking yourself seriously. And I take you very seriously. And it's, that's what I think for these. This is time to take yourself more seriously. That's, I take you very seriously. And the effort, right?
1: Yeah, that's so powerful. Right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, it has been an honor. We are, I know we will have more conversations on here because we've spent so much time on this podcast, but it felt like nothing because again, I knew there's, there were moments to the story that I wanted everyone to hear. So I am, again, honored. You guys can find them, obviously, at More Evolution. You can find all of their games where?
1: Yeah, you can find us uh, online at cardschristianslike.com. Uh, of course, you can find us on Instagram, cardschristianslike.com. If you're ever dabbling in the <laughs> youth ministry curriculum space, you can find us at youthpastor.co. That is both our at. Um, and our website. So youthpastor.co.
3: Youthpastor.co is curriculums and and really support for youth pastors. That's right. It's incredible. And Andrew's, Andrew's fingerprints. Andrew's all over. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. You guys, thanks for being here. For those of you that are on this podcast, thanks for listening. I hope you guys got infused with courage, with uh, hope, and I don't know, I think when the world is at a tight place of like, okay, we need breakthrough. What are we going to do? Even financially, when we were at our lowest financially, God gave us ideas that broke out of the box and it was, man, God's resourceful. So if you were at a place right now where you financially feel like, Lord, we need a breakthrough ask him for divine ideas. Cause I too, I do believe that. And like Ellis said, and steward the heck out of what's already in your hands. You guys, I love you. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you love this podcast, let us know, leave us a comment, leave us a review, uh, give us five stars. Honestly, it helps others find this podcast. And if nothing else, we'll see you next time.
0: All right, guys, that is a wrap on this two part series. We've covered a lot of ground from redefining what it means to make business decisions, to embracing the divine wisdom that surrounds us. As you go about your day, remember the insights you've gained and the divine nudge to start incorporating listening and hearing God in your workday. Thanks so much for joining us on this journey. And until next time, keep seeking, keep listening, and keep trusting in God's divine guidance that's available to each and every one of us. And guys, don't forget... If you love this podcast, we always love to read your reviews. So would you take a quick minute, rate it, review it, and maybe take a screenshot and post it to social media, tag us. We love seeing your comments and your reviews. And thanks so much again, and we will see you next time.